Oh, I just hate technology, man. I can't get my head around it. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? Actually, my friend just recently purchased the new Samsung EarPods. And I don't know what they're Mm. technically called, but he said they are absolutely sensational. He said that it actually amplifies the sound that you hear. So he was laying in bed and the story he was telling was he was laying in bed and he could hear a bird walking on the tin roof. He freaked out because he felt like he had some superpower. Maybe he was doing that breathing thing, Lawrence. Yeah, maybe, bro. He's been like doing maybe that breathing thing, and now the Wim Hof shit. method has <laughs> got him hearing shit. He's opened up his third eye, man. He can hear like the, he can hear the other dimensions. No, like I've heard. I saw the reviews why for those that, Galaxy Pod. Why things. would that come in handy? Until like the idea of your earbuds is that you're, you know, you're, you're blocking out everything else and listening to what you're playing. Why would you want to hear everything around you extra loud? Mate, I don't know, man. It's like spy. It's like spy gear, isn't it? Like you yeah, know, you can it sit really in a restaurant. Yeah. Yeah, I like it, you man. How... I heard reviews for those, and they were like, um, they're like, the, they're basically they got given the only five star review by some company, like non profit company, for a wireless earbud ever or something. Cause they're meant to be really, really good. Oh uh, yeah, to be fair, I used to, I used to be such a hater on um, like uh, everyone that was you know jumping on the sort of wireless earbuds sort of trend. I was like, everyone just looks like such an idiot. They did like Cybermen, and you know I just hated it. But I got a pair a little while ago to go to the gym, and like, man, such a revolution. The, all the like little annoy- niggly annoyances at the gym all the time of like just getting caught up in wires and like yeah. oh, I can you know I'd, I used to so imagine doing like an overhead press right so like your, the barbell rests on your chest and you like push it above your head I would it, like it, in between each rep I'd pause the music and then it would go up and then when I bring the bar back down again it would start the music again and then it would, I'd go back with the music and then bring it down and pause the, literally I'd just go with this every week I've had, I've had that dumb stuff yeah I, they're, they're brilliant for what they are and I've like worn a pair and been like this is amazing especially the gym you're right now so we're going to go three two one and then clap okay yeah right, so has anyone seen Lethal Weapon uh, yeah, yeah please I think watch Lethal I've seen the weapon. one with the South African one. Is that the one? Yeah, exactly. And then the whole way through it, they're always arguing about whether they go three, two, one, and then go, or do we go three, two, one, and do we go on one? It's, it's always, le- it's always you then go, you then go. In my yeah, opinion. I know, but he's like, yeah, but is it three, two, one, and we go on one? Just watch all four movies are some of the greatest movies ever made to television. So I just thought I'd jump in there and give you a little like a tip to watch Lethal Weapon because it's hilarious, <laughs> big, and this is what this fan. situation reminds me of. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Three, I, um, two, one. Uh, is what I think is yeah, the way it should go. That's, yeah, the, that's yeah. the rhythm. All right, ready? Ready, okay. boys? <laughs> Nibs yeah. is adjusting himself, yeah? Yeah. Three, two, one. Oh my god. Okay, no. Ready? Let's try one time. <laughs> no, but you were making hang, hang on, hang on, hang on. A bit of a delay. Yeah, There's going to be a delay, delay on the camera. Just do another one to be, to be right. sure. Nibsy, you ready? Everyone ready? Or oh, should we go ready. quiet for like 10 seconds so that okay. you know where yeah, it is? Ready? Three, two, one. Hello, you are listening to TW3. We are the show that highlights the world's insanities. We poke fun at those that deserve it, and we tackle the fake news that plagues us. I'm your host, Dominic Lane, and this week we are joined by Lawrence Ray. What's up, bitches? Live from London, we've got Greg. Hi, everyone. And all the way from sunny Australia, and probably not so sunny anymore, we've got Nibs. Some noise. This is thank you, thank you. This week on TW3, we are going to look into 
why telephone masks are causing problems. We'll also be looking at the second part in our long series on John McAfee and his life. We'll also be looking at uh, taking a little bit of a deep dive into some of the laws that may have come about since coronavirus has taken force. We'll be right back after this. So uh, I will I will start off with uh, a little rant, I suppose. Um, I would just like to say to anyone out there who believes that five the telephone masks and five G is the cause of the coronavirus, please do not reproduce. Okay, like just please don't. <laughs> Strong statement. Strong I I don't know how there. sincerely I can say this enough. Like I mean the the, the idea that a telephone mask um, somehow transmits a pathogen to a population is bonkers. I mean, it's just... That's what yeah. they want to think though, Dom. I know. And, and the scariest part is, is that this is obviously... We, we, we look to tackle fake news on this show and it, it's actually being spread by celebrities. I mean, I don't know if anyone picked it up, but Amanda Holden no. shared it to her umpteen million followers on oh. Twitbox and, you know... And it's actually been shared. So I don't know if anyone picked this up, but Nibs, in the UK, people genuinely think coronavirus is being caused by 5G masks. Do you know anything? Are there any kind of weird fantasies going on in Oz? Look, not, not, not here in Lavan Down Under, no, but I have some time ago, I seen that a man <laughs> in America had actually gone to court and tried to appeal that there hasn't been enough testing to prove that the 5G network won't actually cause any um, any health issues. Now, ah. if, if this ha actually hasn't been studied, I agree with that. No yeah, tests yeah, yeah. have been done. Then how can we? How can you be so quick to slander it? Because I mean, people are always going to come up and conspire and, and and think things that may be false. But until it's actually proven false, we can't really say we can't really say that it's not the main cause. Look, I'm I'm sure it's not the only cause. <laughs> But we can't say that it has no contributing factors whatsoever. Yeah, of course. For me, um, is that COVID? COVID is clearly not being caused by five G. That is a wild fantasy. Having yeah. said that, to say there's no detrimental health effects, I mean, <clears throat> you got to remember this is the government and the country that gave us asbestos for fifty plus years that knew about the health effects and just didn't bother telling anyone and made toys out of asbestos for children and killed many people in the process. So I think it's entirely possible that 5G has not had enough research and probably will kill a lot of us. I mean, it's entirely possible. Maybe one really. of the main reasons that people are thinking this way is because China actually has one of the largest 5G networks already up and running. And yeah. the virus has seemed to start stem from there. So Seems very it, convenient to me, boys. It does seem very convenient. Greg, what do you think? Yeah, is, I've seen quite a few of the, around this story this weekend. Again, I'm, I'm sort of I'm part of like a neighborhood watch kind of like chat group thing, and um and yeah, someone on there was was banging on about like all, all I'm saying, guys, it seems very convenient. Um, I posted something about a particular potential cause of coronavirus earlier, and it's been taken down. And everyone was sort of saying, sort of, "Sorry, what are you talking about?" I said, "Well, I can't name it, um, because it will be flagged up again and it'll be taken down." But uh, it's think the number after four and oh, then a letter God. which is towards the start of the alphabet and I was like oh, oh, God. Jesus <laughs> oh no. I think one of yeah. you know one of the biggest problems is that we are quite quick to blame the media and I mean I, I've, I've been at war a little bit with the media this week because 
um, certain certain things of you know um, you read certain things. For instance, there was you know I'm getting very tired of the the mainstream media tweeting and sending me notifications on my telephone after every death. I mean, it's just not necessary. You know, there was a title in the article was breaking news: NHS nurse dies. And she didn't even catch COVID-19 on the front lines, right in the bottom of the article, like right in the belly of the article, just before it's about to sign off. It says she caught the virus while she was on holiday. Yeah. I mean, do you know what I mean? That If that's not accurate, that's because a lot of people will not read past the headlines. So you end up in this situation where you've got, you know, you've got on the one side of the pond, you've got Donald Trump just saying absolutely everything that comes into his I'm head. I'm happy with the numbers. I'm happy with the numbers. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm not. This will not go away. Okay, okay, Donald. That's good to know. Thank you, Donnie, for that. Two big uh, words. <laughs> two big words. Yeah, two, <laughs> Donald's two very big words. Yeah, he was at it again yesterday. I don't know if anyone picked up the news conference yesterday. It was it was absolutely gone. So yeah, anyway, you've got on the one side, you've got Donald Trump spouting every cure or whatever under the sun. And then you've got all the media who do themselves no favours in picking the same damn thing up and just spouting off. So, you know, you end yeah. up in this vicious cycle. But yeah, it's anyway. Shall we go on to something a little bit happier? I think, Greg, what's, give, give, me, give me one of your stories this week. Corona linked, unfortunately, but it did bring a, a smile to my face. It was uh, New York City officials. Um, they published a, a guide to intimacy during coronavirus pandemic um, with the advice. This is not a good time to be having orgies. Just oh, in case you fuck. Were, um... Damn it. Oh, Guys, you're God. Stop Mate, you told me that a few days too late, man. You told me that a few days too late. What a way to ruin oh. a holiday. But they have been applauded for sort of being, you know, particularly inclusive. Um... Uh, you are your safest sex partner. Um, was a, one of the, um, <laughs> uh, Is that why porn is up five percent? Just pull the ears up in the shower. Mate. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, masturbation will not spread COVID nineteen, especially if you wash your hands in brackets and any sex toys with soap and water for at least twenty seconds before and after sex. Give um, over. They did not say that. And uh, so. Um, <laughs> Is the next one again? Just I think they're just giving everyone a bit too much credit. Um, the next safest partner is someone you live with. Having close contact, including sex, with only a small circle of people helps prevent spreading COVID nineteen. <laughs> um, small circle, nice. And then we get into the real nitty gritty. Um, take care during sex. Kissing apparently is the worst offender still, um, as um, COVID nineteen has not yet been found in semen or vaginal fluid. Um, oh. Rimming. On the other hand, mouth or anus might spread COVID-19. Good right, God. Okay. Virus and feces may enter your mouth. So I feel virus, personally so. attacked by COVID because uh, I love a good butt. And now what am I supposed to do? Jeez, man. This is this is difficult. Um, Sorry, skip, disinfect keyboards and touchscreens that you share with, other words, with others for video chat, for watching pornography or for anything else. Um, it was just, a, you know, yeah, it's been sort of, a, like I say, um, endlessly memed about on, on Twitter and people have sort of, but, you know, nice that they're, they're putting out, they're being sort of inclusive to everyone and sort of just, again, wading their way through the just the absolute shit show of all fake news and all these rumours and things about uh, COVID-19 at the moment. So it's nice just to have some some yeah. straightforward advice. Uh, so check that out. I'll link it yeah. down in the uh, show notes. Um, but does anyone yeah. else have a quick story? Otherwise, we'll jump into Have I Got Fake News For You and close off COVID-19 oh. for the week. I'll give you a, I'll give you a quick little uh, little news story if you'd like, boys. Uh, Go for please it, do. please yes, do. Okay, absolutely. I'll, I'll whip out 
whip out a banger. Well, I can entertain you in many ways, but um, I'll do it in a clean, easy fashion. Um, yeah, so what happened? Uh, okay, it's another COVID-related story. Okay, sorry. There's not much else to talk uh, about. Uh, I mean, but the thing it, is, isn't it? At least it's a positive story. Uh, and it's nothing to do with the disease itself, okay? So the title of this story was Deer Invade London Neighbourhood During COVID-19 Lockdown. Um, essentially, uh, there's videos and pictures of a pretty large herd of deer that have moved into a relatively ordinary-looking sort of London neighbourhood base. There's a lot of houses, there's a few bits of greenery, but it's nothing. It's not a giant park. It's called Harold Hill. And yeah, essentially, basically, a massive load of deer have just wandered through streets and decided to go eat grass from people's lawns and stuff during the lockdown. And this makes me pretty happy, because essentially the, the wildlife and stuff has decided, well, no one's here. <laughs> you know, it's time to come back and basically take back over everything. Um, it kind of just goes to show how the world would flourish without uh, the biggest parasite on earth, human beings. <laughs> well, it's uh, true. Um, and then also in terms of the environment, I did also see <laughs> on like the opposite end of the coin, there was actually a good story this week about police in Derbyshire who um, who poured dye, so like dye as in, oh, yeah. yeah, into a lake in Derbyshire. It was in a disused quarry in Harper Hill, Buxton. Um, they poured black dye in it to stop Instagrammers taking pictures of it um, and basically abide by quarantine rules, <laughs> which I thought was fairly <laughs> funny. But I'm not really sure what it achieves. That seems a bit, yeah, a bit crazy. But if yeah. Anything, yeah, people are going to go along now for that reason, aren't they? Damn yeah. It's like, damn it. Well, there was I feel like the police, that, um... have, uh, police have got the wrong end of the stick a little bit in some cases. Like... Uh... I kept seeing these Twitter videos of like, you know when you used to play Modern Warfare on your Xbox or PlayStation, it was like uh, the AC-130, like, you know, Warplane Vision, you know, black and white, and you can see heat yeah, signatures. Yeah. I'm seeing these, like, heat signature videos of, like, national parks where there's one guy just wandering along or something, and they're like, this guy is outrageous. Does this walk seem essential <laughs> to you? And it's like, well, hold up a second. He's in the middle of back crap nowhere. He's not going to get the virus when there's no one around, and he's on his own in a park. So he's probably the most sensible person there is. So I don't really see... I think they're getting a bit of the wrong end of it here. Like, he seems to be like, oh, you know, only go to supermarkets where you're likely to then spread the virus. Don't go walking in the middle mm. of absolute nowhere. What a terrible human being you are. Um, it just seems a little bit so, counterproductive to me. All right. Well, t we're going to go into Have I Got Fake News for You. So, yeah, we'll be right back after this. So, have I got news for you? This is the game where I will list three stories and you have to pick out fake news story in it. Um, this week, Woo! we have one story, okay, that's fake and the other two are true. So, story number one is uh, two tw uh, twins in India uh, were born and they were given the names COVID and Corona. Number two is Walmart trousers are outselling shirts at the moment. And number three is that we've actually found a blood test that can check for multiple different types of cancer. So you can hit me with your questions. Okay. Right, questions from me. Right, number one, unless it's fake news, I think I saw that on the news, and I think it's a brilliant idea, so I think I'm, I'm going to go ahead and say that the COVID and whatever is true. Um, number two, 
Hmm, okay, so Walmart is selling more trousers than shirts, so it's America, so it's feasible to believe that people are just shitting themselves. It's America, it's Walmart, I've seen some questionable videos of people who shop in Walmart, so I'm happy to believe this one is entirely <laughs> true, people are either shitting their pants or something like that. I, 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 I can believe it's true, I can't understand why this is now happening. Yeah. Uh, I can't quite get that one. I'm not wearing many tops in Brazil because it's really hot. Is that what it is? Ah, that's but maybe what it is because people don't need to go out. So they're kind of wandering around in just their trousers because it's nice Ooh, and comfortable. We're getting close. Ooh, all right, all right. Greg, what are you thinking? The third story was that we developed a blood test for multiple types of cancer. Yeah. Now, I... If, well, to give you a little bit of a, to give you a little bit of a, the reason why I chose this one, I'll choose my words very carefully, um, is that I don't know if you know of a company called Theranos. Has anyone heard of it? So for I Theranos, was, is, it, is it in the Avengers? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Theranos was a, it was a, a Silicon Valley startup. Um, started by this um, lady called Elizabeth something. I can't quite remember her last name now. Um, and she claimed to have developed a way of oh, testing blood for hundreds this. of different diseases just from a finger yeah. prick. And basically the whole thing went bust when it realised that the technology didn't actually work and actually it was impossible that it was work. So this is why I picked this story, just to make it a little bit harder mm. for you. Okay. Big lie. She was a psycho, man. She was an absolute psycho, she was. that lady. She um, was. Yeah, lied a lot and, and lost a lot of people a lot of money. Um, okay. I mean, I hope number three is true. Uh, yeah. I remember the technology was based on some element of possible truth, but um, it was just a bit... The fact that you could transmit it and it was all really quick and all this stuff and it could be analysed without a doctor and things was the problem. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go yeah, ahead. I'm thinking... I've definitely heard something along the lines of, of story one and two, so unfortunately I think I'm going to say that the last one... Yeah. I want to know what kind of trousers they were. What kind of trousers are they? What like, kind of trousers are they? Trousers? Are they... Trousers? Are they... I mean, in Walmart oh. you can... Yeah? In Walmart you can get Actually, some pretty wait. decent jeans. <laughs> guys, guys, I've had a brainwave. Yeah. I think the only the only counter to the story is, of course, people might be buying more shirts than pants because they've got to do, like, conference calls and things. And BAM! Greg sailed it! Uh, <laughs> is this it? Uh, I got you! Yeah. absolutely nailed it! <laughs> Number two is false. Jesus! Two is false. Okay, well there we go then. I think we can all... Does everyone have a rough idea of which one he thinks true then? I think two is false. Two is false. Yeah, so, two is false. Alright, so look. Yeah, so... Alright, I'll go through it. Number one... Which was uh, the God? What was one now? Sorry, I've forgotten. <laughs> uh, one... The kid named Corona. Yeah, sorry. So that COVID. is true. A couple in India named their children uh, Corona and COVID. Okay, Greg, you absolutely nailed it. So basically, um, yes. in America, sales of tops have now completely shot sales of trousers. So you would think roughly sales of trousers and sales of tops or t-shirts or whatever are like the same, but they've not. Yeah. Suddenly, sales of tops have risen in Walmart 
because oh, more people, they reckon, because more people are doing like conference calls and they don't have to have anything on their bottom half. <laughs> so they can sit there in their yeah. pants with a beer behind the computer and they can just, you know, put people literally will wear a shirt and a tie and then nothing in their pants. So it looks like they're at work. All right. Um, and then, for, like, really lovely, actually. Um, the third story, obviously, is brilliant. Um, this is obviously very, very early days. Um, but they believe that they've um, developed a test that is more than 99% accurate for positive results on 50 types of different uh, different types of cancer. So this is um, really, really, really quite groundbreaking. And um, I kind of picked it because it's a little bit of an eat your heart out to Elizabeth Holmes is her name uh, from Theranos, who obviously was trying to do something similar to this. Okay. So yeah, there awesome. you go. That, that is good. That is Have I Got Fake News For You. Uh, when we come back, we'll take a little bit of a deep dive into some of the laws that have come about since um, COVID-19 uh, has come in. We'll look at another story from Greg and we'll also finish off with some John McAfee. And of course, if you have anything that you want to talk about, you can email us at podcast at tw3media.com or you can twit us at TW3Media Twitbox We'll be right back That wasn't very good Alright so welcome back Obviously in the midst of all this chaos uh, there's been rising number of stories of uh, mis mispower of uh, authority by police and by people who obviously have it. Now, mm -hmm. um, we touched on some stories before from the Derbyshire police. You'd mentioned Lawrence had flown a drone over a national park trying to find people who are breaking the safe distancing rules. Mm. Now, the, the rules are extremely vague and they're being updated so regularly that the public and the police are both being given different information as to what is rule and what is just advice. Yeah. And that's happening here as well. So people aren't really sure whether they're allowed in more than groups of one or is it five or is it 100 outdoors and 50 indoors. Things are just things are just very chaotic and people are struggling to keep up with up to date news. And obviously with the with the social media and the news outlets constantly posting different stories the confusion's just through the roof. But first and foremost, I do have to say that many of the police force around the world have been tasked with such a difficult job of not only up upholding the law, but upholding the new laws and the new wishes of prime ministers, presidents, ministers, whoever it may be that is in charge. Mm. So obviously they're, they're doing what they can, but they have come under scrutiny. And there is other countries in the world where police have taken their power too far. If any of our listeners do have any stories or if they've seen anything, feel free to email us at podcast at tw3media.co.uk. We'd love to hear from you about these issues. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I do. Nibs, didn't you, you told me something about Australia, how they had uh, snuck in some powers in the coronavirus field. Do you have anything on that? Well, they didn't sneak in any powers, but what they did do was they wanted to start mining for gas in the right. Gippsland regions of Victoria. Now, this had been protested against for many months, and it had been approved recently under the co cover of COVID-19. And because the media outlets are so swamped with COVID yeah. news, they're not getting yeah. to report on other very, very important issues, which is quite concerning because mo most people are stand stranded at home and 
they're looking to these news outlets, these big news outlets to provide them with information about things that are happening not only nationally and worldwide, but locally. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, um, yeah you realise that the UK passed a coronavirus bill um, towards the end of March. Uh, Something to do with mental health, right? Yeah, there's a lot of things where, and I don't want to be a fake news spreader, so I'm not going to give a lot of detail because I haven't fully looked into it. Um, but I know there was uh, like a la- making rules more lax for like elderly and disabled people, so councils and stuff don't really have to make as much of an effort with like mental disabilities, elderly people, physical disabilities. So I know there was something about that, like there's um yeah there's less money and effort they have to put into that side of things. Um, but I also the thing with me that I worry about is that uh, with coronavirus, this is one of my first concerns. Don may know I'm a bit of a obsessive person when it comes to privacy, security, and human rights to a bit of a lame degree. I'm one of those guys who read the book 1984 and decided that, you know, the entire world was out to get me. It's all right, Lawrence. I'll hack you later. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, I just... I'm, I'm very obsessed with, like, what is technically right and wrong. And it's always been the way since I was a little kid to it used to get me in trouble. Um, and, obviously, the thing with this is that if they can bring in laws that you can't go out, you can't do this, etc., etc., they're basically eroding any sort of civil liberties we have um and i wouldn't be surprised if this keeps going on that you get laws that oh the police can just stop and search you without any prior you know belief or they can come into your home without any you know reason or any warrants or anything like that and i wouldn't be shocked if that if that does happen um i know there's things that a lot of people who are dying because one of my family members died of uh, coronavirus this week and they can't have a funeral and they can't be buried like they wanted to be um so they have to be cremated apparently Um, okay. And that's apparently due to a new law that means basically it doesn't matter what your religion says, you're getting cremated, which I get it, but it's another thing that we're now losing as a choice of ours um, for when we die. So it's, I'm not a big fan. I, I can see governments yeah. using this as an excuse to just pass bills that will turn us into modern day China. Fuck China, fuck the government, <laughs> fuck Boris. Okay, thank you um, for that, Lawrence. Hello. No worries, guys. The lines of uh, where is the line, or where do we draw the line, and whatever. In Australia, did you the big famous one that came out this week? I think was that a man was fined one thousand dollars for eating a kebab on a park bench alone. Did you hear about that? <laughs> no, <laughs> what no, I didn't. And uh, there's this gold, there's this gold video of governor of the of the state. Or how does it work in Australia? Uh, anyway, so but he was being interviewed on it, and the, and sort of the, the the man from the press that like, made the point that. I mean, so where do we draw the line? Like he says, he the man was out for for a run, and he just stopped to have a kebab. <laughs> <laughs> and and this governor is like breaking down, saying like, I find it hard to believe that the, the guy was out for a run. He stopped midway to have a kebab. <laughs> on the and then he's but, and then. It just like he realised how stupid the whole situation is. Where he says, like, I mean, I'm not saying you can't have a kebab midway through your run, but we're just like, just guys, stop taking the piss. Like, you can't be out in groups. Like, we're just, you know, we have to make these rules to protect everyone. So it's like, it's funny. I'll, I'll link the video to it. Stop the man. If the guy was alone having a kebab, what's wrong with being oh, alone oh, having a kebab? So, so the thing about like, this guy in particular was that he was warned like twice earlier in the day that okay, like you need to go home now, like you've been out for your exercise and whatever. And then he was found then oh, again right. later that day. I get the the need for the, they need to lay down like a, a strict sort of like okay, this is the point where you're, like you're doing thing something that's wrong. I think all these rules are just like guys, just don't take the piss. Like yeah, fine, you can go out for a run. Like I'm not saying do that, but I said why do people need to be like okay, but can I go out for a run with my friend? It's like why are you just like pushing the boundaries of it all just like just use your common sense you know stay at home if you can that's what the rules are why alone stay alone or with whoever is in your house that you're self-isolating with 
if you want to go for a walk with your partner you've been self-isolated with, go for a walk with your partner. If you want to go for a walk with Davy John from three miles away, your mate from school, don't go for a walk with him because he might have the virus, you fucking idiot. Simple. This is why people are just clamouring for more and more clarification. It's just like, just use your bloody head. Yeah. In, yeah. in ways I do in ways I do fully agree with you but then in other ways if you think about it they have not stopped they haven't stopped the workforce over in Australia so people mm. who work in offices in mm. building blocks um, that, that that work's been discontinued so people have been asked to work from home and they're obviously the ones buying these shirts and not trousers <laughs> but for us when we work in construction we're still on a job site where we may have 10 to 15 to 20 trades on site and the problem is they're telling people, oh, you, you can't go for a, you know, you can't go for a run or you can't do this, you can't do that. But then they're still sending people to work amongst others. And you can't really keep a safe working distance if you're trying to lift a heavy object, you know. Mm, so every, everything yeah. is everything's kind of everything's kind of contradicting and and there's just a lot of confusion. So this guy obviously he's taking the piss when he's ta- going for a run and having a kebab. Like one, why are you eating a kebab if you're running? And two, why are you doing it three times a day? <laughs> Like, That's what I mean. Like, people are just you know, trying to find ways around the rules. It's like they're there for your safety. Yeah. Right? You know, I feel like these people wouldn't be. They wouldn't be so keen to go outside if there wasn't a uh, a lockdown. On do you know what I mean? Like they they quite happily sit at home all the time. So now there's a lockdown. It's like, but I must leave. Everybody the house. wants to get must, outside. Everybody wants to go there, for so. runs. Yeah. Like, everyone needs yeah. a kebab, mate. Everyone Absolutely. Needs a kebab from time well, to time. All right, no, we've yeah, got to move I, on, guys. Yeah. So thank you for that. Um, we've got to move on. Greg, you've got one more story, haven't you? Still coronavirus linked, of course, because everything is. But uh, <laughs> here's a headline for we you. We try for you guys. We really, really try. <laughs> astrophysicist gets magnets stuck up nose while inventing coronavirus device. Uh, an Australian astrophysicist has been admitted to hospital after getting four magnets stuck up his nose in an attempt to invent a device that stops people touching their face. Uh, <laughs> he, he told the Guardian Australia... I have some electronic equipment, but really no experience or expertise in building circuits or things. I had a part that detects magnetic fields, and I thought that if I built a circuit that could detect the magnetic field, and we wore magnets on our wrists, then it could set off an alarm if you brought it too close to your face. Pretty good, you know, like, fair enough, I I, I suffer from the, I touch my face, like, I feel like quite a lot, especially now I'm... Yeah, I think everyone is now, aren't they? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. However, the academic realised the electronic part he had did the opposite, and would only complete a circuit when there was no magnetic field present. So he accidentally invented a neck of this, that buzzes continuously unless you move your hand close to your face. Uh, he then placed two magnets inside his nostrils and two on the outside. But unfortunately, when he removed the outside magnets, the two inside stuck together. Oh. Unfortunately, the research... Yeah. He then attempted to use his remaining magnets to remove them. Uh, bright idea. To try and use more magnets to get out of the magnets that then stuck up his nose. Unfortunately, every time he brought the pliers close to his nose, the, his entire nose would shift towards the pliers and then the pliers would stick to the magnet. Um, it, it was getting a little bit painful at this point um, so he eventually decided that he had to go to the hospital and uh, try and get them removed um, when they did manage to get the three out from the left nostril uh, the last one fell down his throat but uh, oh Jesus <laughs> thankfully he was able to lean forward and cough it out uh, but needless to say he claims that he's not going to play with magnets anymore Jeez. Yeah. All right. thank you that very like much uh, one of those sex stories gone wrong that does doesn't it <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah did you ever hear much. about that one with the guy who um, went to hospital with uh, concrete that had uh, formed inside of his anus uh, set it inside what? of his anus yeah there's how a guy how did he manage that yeah, yeah. well I- I'll tell you now boys um, so essentially he went to the hospital said he'd fell into a vat of concrete and it had gone inside his butt, 
and then it hardened and obviously that's the problem right now obviously that is i think nearly impossible unless i don't know sounds fishy to me yeah how are you going to get the concrete up your ass if you fall into it it's, it sounds difficult um what essentially had been happening was he was a gay um guy and his partner um had uh basically put a funnel in his butt funneled in a load of wet concrete for some reason that i can't understand and then it set in his ass for again some reason i can't understand why you do this uh, and so he had to go to the hospital and yeah but essentially they had to remove the lining of his butt like the skin inside his butt Stop so he has a madness. plastic bag for an ass now <laughs> yeah yeah it's a true Jeez. story from like years back i remember checking it out like this is a long time ago oh um, god yeah. right okay thank you for that again lawrence <laughs> <laughs> All right. No problem, so, boys. With that being said, I think we're we're about time we move on to John McAfee. Yeah. So. Okay. Um, yeah. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I'll give you a quick, very, very, very brief rundown for Nibs and for the people who didn't listen last week. So yeah, I've been doing a series on John McAfee. Um, it's actually I've my my sources have been a mix of a few news websites and a video series by a guy called OKI. Uh, so if, if anyone wants to check out that guy, because he's been the inspiration for this series. Okay, I weird stories on YouTube. Uh, Got to give credit where it's due. Um, but yeah, so last week um, we essentially went over John McAfee, what he'd been up to um, in his early life. He'd basically taken a lot of drugs, uh, pretty much every drug possible. Uh, been fired from pretty much every job he'd had, um, and then he paid a load of guys to make an antivirus software. Um, sold that, uh, took over sixty-seven percent of the antivirus uh, market. Uh, and then cashed out for $100 million and uh, left the company. So you've got a crazy wild drug addict, drug addict uh, cashing out the company with $100 million. So that's where you left off. So <laughs> um, so that's what happened, right? So this is in the early 90s. I think it's 1992 he gets kicked out. So in 94, John decides to create a chat software. One of the earliest chat softwares, actually, for, again, it's quite ahead of his time an early chat software for computers and it had things like VoIP and like uh, music file sharing and all sorts of pretty advanced stuff in 1994, the year I was born. Um, and it was called Pow Wow, um, the software, which I quite like the name of that one. Um, but anyway, either way, it didn't necessarily pan out and it didn't really go anywhere. I think it was literally before its time, to be honest, um, is, is the reason why. And then the rest of the 90s goes quite quiet for John. So... John is obviously like, right, I've got 100 million. I'm going to enjoy this. Uh, then it hits the early 2000s and he decides, fed up with being a nice, reputable human being. I'm just going to start being a bit strange and fucking shit up. So uh, in the early 2000s, he becomes a yoga guru uh, and opens a yoga and meditation retreat in his 10,000 square foot Colorado Rockies mansion, basically, he's got in the middle of the nature. Uh, he then houses 200 of his loyal disciples entirely for free. Um... Uh, and writes four books uh, called Into the Heart of Truth, The Secret of Yamas, The Fabric of Self, and Beyond the Siddhis. Um, uh, looking at to this, and obviously you can look into this a bit more if you want, but basically it sounds like a giant cult that John McAfee started <laughs> in a giant mansion. I mean, there's loads sounds of people like going for free. Sounds like one big acid trip. Yeah, it, it, it sounds like a... Because he's known for taking bath salts, right? Which are like an extremely sexual drug. Sounds Whoa. to me like the guy just... <laughs> Decided to bring loads of people in for free and have a bit of a fun time. And that that, that sort of um, theme develops, trust me, throughout the story. Um, but basically, he then later denounces his books, a couple of years later, as absolute shit in his own words. Um, so, <laughs> so he sold these books and then just said, no, nah, they're a pile of shit, basically. Um, and so 
the next bit, so basically he does this and then gets pretty bored of it by seems, uh, and then just goes, yeah, fuck it, I'm done with this. Gets a little bit more bored and decides, I'm going to invent a sport, as you do when you've got millions <laughs> of dollars. So he then goes, right, he calls it aero trekking. Uh, essentially, you guys know what micro lights are, like the little uh, glider things with motors. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So basically, it's yeah. micro lighting, um, but it's slightly different. He builds four airplane hangars, a, a villa, cafe, lounge, and then puts his vintage car collection all in this one area. So he makes this basically this fuck off giant airport for micro lights. Then builds eight airports connecting New Mexico to Arizona, right? So we're talking quite a lot of a massive fight setup here. He's built like, I think, eight, eight entire airports, one of which has his entire life in it. That then has a bit of an issue because his 23-year-old nephew then flies into a canyon wall with a 60-year-old student and dies. Um, and it turns out his nephew didn't have a pilot license or any real license whatsoever or any experience in flying a microlight. Yeah, he was teaching the <laughs> 60-year-old how to do it. Um, so John McAfee gets himself hit with a wrongful death lawsuit. And we're going to finish there for this week. Um, you're starting to get <laughs> really? the, uh, the development of Mr. McAfee as yoga guru, maybe sex pest, uh, maybe drug addict, decides to create an extreme sport, then kills a few people and goes, ah, shit, wrongful death lawsuit is coming his way. Um, so we'll leave it there. But um, you're getting the, you well, start to get the idea. Again. Yeah, we're Brilliant. building the story here that, trust me, gets ever more wild as it goes along. Um, and you're getting the earliest sort of idea of this. So there you go. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you. Sounds thank like you an very extremely much. interesting guy. Yeah. Yeah. It, it gets a lot more interesting, boys. Don't worry. Yeah. Nibsy, do you have good news to finish us off this week? I do have a few good news stories to finish Brilliant. us off. Brilliant. Okay. Yes, so, unless anyone's got anything further to go, then we will close things off with the good news of the week. No? Take awesome. it away, Nibsy. Please, Nibs. Okay. 60 start seconds start. starts now. Nationwide, kids have started colouring in driveways with chalk to brighten the mood around neighbourhoods. This has gone Woo! viral. Woo! Yeah! Students at the University of South Australia uh, may have a vaccine ready for human trials in four months for COVID-19. Meanwhile, at their neighbours right here in Melbourne, Monash University students and researchers have found a drug commonly used for head lice is able to kill COVID-19 virus cells in a petri dish in under 48 hours. So two breakthroughs in Australia at once. Uh, despite the tensions between Russia and the United States, Russia has sent cargo planes full of medical supplies to the US to aid relief. Some news from your homeboys. Uh, the James Dyson company has designed a ventilator in 10 days to combat shortages in the UK with plans Yay. of donating 5,000 of them to hospitals in need. Yay. James Dyson! Awesome! I'm gonna end I'm gonna end the good news on this one because I think this one is very, very nice. A Chinese company has shipped crates full of respirator masks to Italy with beautiful poetry from a Roman philosopher displayed on them, reading, We are waves from the same sea, leaves from the same trees, and flowers from the same gardens. That's your good news for the week. Oh, Thank you very lovely. Much. Well, done, well done, Chinese companies. All right, good guys, job. you have been listening to That Was The Week. Whoa, wait a sec, wait a sec, wait a sec, wait a sec. We haven't done a Donald Trump uh, week, quote of the week, Every Dom. week we have this where's the, where's the Donald Trump? Where's the Donald oh, Trump quote of the week, Dom? Shit. <laughs> yeah, Dom, Thank what are you doing, mate? God. Dom, I, I saw on your one note a Donald Trump, Trump quote of the week, so I, uh, I assumed really... you had this one covered this week. Oh, well, yeah, I mean, uh, so basically, there's actually this brilliant article <laughs> on the New York Times, which we'll link, obviously, in the description below. Um, it's an absolutely fantastic 
um, timeline of all of Donald Trump's quotes. Um, and ah. I mean, I'll just quickly scroll down and pick one. This is a very courageous virus. It's incredible, but it's something we have tremendous control of. That was the week that yes. was. Thank you very much for tuning in. We will see you next week. If you have anything that you want to add, please do email us in at podcast at tw3media.co.uk or at tw3media on the Twitbox. I'm Dominic Lane, Lawrence, Greg, Nibs. We all thank you very much for tuning in. We'll see you next week. Goodbye. Remember, kids, stay inside, don't take drugs. Peace. And no sex orgies. No, definitely Wait. no, and definitely no rimming. Maybe just have um, <laughs> no rimming have, at all. Have have video call sex orgies like like we're doing right now. We're gonna have one yeah, literally in a second. Else. See yeah, you later, yeah, guys. That's anyway, true, that's not a bad idea. Yeah. <laughs> all right, boys. Take care.